0: We know that, you know, critical mineral security is built on these alliances and trading within. So targeted agreements, particularly free trade agreements, would allow African countries to benefit. They get revenue. They get jobs. The U.S. gets critical minerals that we need for human security, national security, energy security. And in a way that we make the supply chain more immune to geopolitical disruptions, particularly from China, who has had a dominant global hold on critical mineral supply chains. Hi, I'm Gracelyn Baskrin. I'm the Research Director and Senior Fellow for the Energy Security and Climate Change Program, and I'm here to talk about my recent commentary, Prospects for U.S. Minerals Engagement with Africa. Africa has the second lowest level of mining exploration in the world in 2021, but it has 85% of the world's manganese, 80% of the world's platinum and chrome, 47% of the world's cobalt, 21% of graphite, and 6% of copper. And these are the critical minerals that the whole world is rushing to for mineral security. So this commentary focuses on three recommendations on how the U.S. can actually partner with Africa. So the first one is just including African countries in the mineral security partnership, which is primarily developed countries, and India being the one exception. And if you want to engage with these countries as equals, you need to do so in the context of a formal partnership. Second, expanding trade agreements. We know that, you know, critical mineral security is built on these alliances and trading within. So targeted agreements, particularly free trade agreements, would allow African countries to benefit from the Inflation Reduction Act and other benefits that come with stronger economic diplomacy and finally leveraging that commercial diplomacy. So in the last two years, we have seen an unprecedented rush to critical mineral security amidst geopolitical disruptions from China and Russia. You saw the mineral security partnership form in the last couple of years. And the U.S. is making such concerted efforts to strengthen critical mineral security. And Africa's kind of been in the periphery of that. But with its endowments, it has to be center stage. So there's no better time to figure out how to strengthen the collaboration on critical minerals. The U.S. has not had first movers advantage in the critical mineral space in Africa. China's been decades ahead of us. So to kind of change that course will require strategic investments in the entire value chain. We're saying by partnering, you create bilateral benefits. So African countries get revenue, they get jobs, the US gets critical minerals that we need for human security, national security, energy security, and in a way that we make the supply chain more immune to geopolitical disruptions, particularly from China, who has had a dominant global hold on critical mineral supply chains. I think one really important kind of concluding point is Africa is probably the last frontier of mining development. It is a very underexplored region, but if you think about the last 10 years, 40% of natural gas discoveries have been on the continent. So as we increase our exploration, we're finding a lot. Africa has 4% of the world's lithium supply right now. Within about five years, it's going to have 12% because these discoveries are opening up very quickly. So if we actually concentrate some exploration ventures, it's going to be amazing what we find, and we're going to see a larger and larger share of critical minerals on the continent. To read the full commentary, Prospects for U.S. Minerals Engagement with Africa, please visit CSIS.org.